the Jamf User Nation Conference, and should you be able to delete the wallet app on the iPhone? This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with a special deal at nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this Mac Voices Live panel touches on the Jamf User Nation Conference and some of the announcements that were made there. And then we started an intense discussion over the fact that the Apple Wallet app can now be deleted from the iPhone in iOS 16 and whether this is a good idea or not. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Well, let's move on, guys. Let's move from the past to something a little, uh, quite a bit more current. Um, and 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 David, that's that's where you come in because I want to hear. Just I know it's only day one of the uh, of the Jamf uh, Nation User Conference, but mm-hmm. um, did, what did you see? What was what was interesting or exciting in the first day? Well, a couple interesting things. Uh, you know, they they're really excited about uh, how they've got sixty nine thousand customers now. They've almost doubled their customer base since twenty nineteen. Their last uh, in person visit. I don't it doesn't seem like a lot of a lot of customers, but they've got over twenty nine million Macs, iPhones, iPads, and Apple TVs that they're managing, which is you know that's a pretty substantial amount. Um, a couple of things that stood out. They did have Apple come up on stage and uh, you know, for IT and talking a lot about a lot of the uh, security um, things that they're implementing uh, for. Uh, touchless uh, deployments for for Mac, as well as they they did uh, talk a lot about uh, being touchless with your bring your own device um, setups for iPhones. Um, and they actually went through a demo, like they kind of like, it was kind of a mock uh, tech support, the uh, intro to a new employee kind of demo. And uh, uh, they were showing how you can actually do app installs from the self service of what Jamf offers for 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 the mobile applications for um, for businesses. But they really stress the fact now that you can keep your personal and your business separate, even though it's your personal device. You bring your own device. Um, so if you if whatever you do on your um, on the side of your personal stuff, the the business can't look at it, and it's it's completely private, um, and vice versa. Um, so they're really stressing a lot of that. Um, and then the fact of the matter that you can implement a focus mode for both work and for uh, for personal. Um, so you set the work to be focused and turned off. It it shuts it off, and in fact, it, it it hides the applications. You can't even look at your work stuff uh, with that. Um, another interesting thing they had was, you know, a lot of people have office badges. You know, the the swipe cards that to get into a into a building. And they now have add, added support to Apple Wallet to allow you to be able to uh, enter your office by just putting your you know using your iPhone to uh, to actually uh, scan and get and get into that into your building. So, which was kind of cool, um, but. Apple's got some is really does does a lot of great work with Jamf and and it was exciting to see talked about eSIM management so now you know the, the question came up of of you know can I have a business line can I have a personal phone line and which we already know we've talked about where you can have multiple eSIMs now and uh, Jamf does manage that so a lot of good things there and and that and that end of things um, but a uh, lot, lot of talk about that and. Uh, uh, a lot of good future uh, with security. Um, they, they have a they have the tools that uh, are going to keep things even more secure than ever before. Um, so it was a it was a good it was a good keynote. That 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 really was just a keynote. A lot of the a lot of the sessions I attended are more beyond I think our audience here as far as uh, you know uh, the, the 
are worth talking about. I mean, they did some accessibility stuff and PowerShell and that kind of stuff. So, but uh, it was a good keynote. They, sh- I, I would anticipate that they'll probably put that keynote out on YouTube at some point where people could go back and watch it. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, it's if, if whether you're into mobile device management or not, I think it's great to know that what the capabilities are that are out there and that are being used. And then uh, one other thing was interesting that the, the CEO Dean Hager had mentioned a lot of a lot of skeptics skeptics of why Jamf focuses specifically on Apple, and you know you know we, I guess a good example is One Password. What did One Password do? They decided to become universal across all platforms, um, and they're asking, well, why can't Jamf do the same thing? Well, they they don't want to. This is this is something that they focus on. They've they've been doing it for twenty years. Been, and they focus on managing Apple and Apple devices. And um, so you know he's he's challenging the doubters of why Jamf has decided to do this. They're they're you know they're a, they're a big company now. They're uh, on the stock market. They're they're doing very well for themselves and uh, uh, a very uh, uh, very supportive. Um, in fact, uh, also one thing I'll mention too is you know they're. Even more partnerships. They talked. They mentioned Google a lot of Google Google integration with uh, with uh, the Chrome browser. You know, with Chrome for Enterprise doing. You know, because you want to be able to manage a browser, uh, then then being able to do that. And Microsoft with Endpoint Manager, being able to manage devices through the Microsoft ecosystem. Because you know, there are plenty of companies out there that that use that too, and they want to be able to feed off that information. So, uh, but no, a lot, a lot of good stuff. And Jamf just keeps continues uh, to excel in the IT and. Apple is 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 big time supporting it too. I mean, they have the, their their IT uh, enterprise uh, division guy from Apple. I was on stage that did the presentation uh, during during the presentation, and uh, it was some good stuff. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Jamf is a great company. I mean, we've talked to them before at WWDC and, and yeah. remotely, and they're uh, they're some really great people doing some really great things. Yep, and they're doing it for. You know the Apple devices, and that's right. You know, so naturally, it, may, it makes us a fan of them, sort of automatically. Yep. I, mean, I think sixty-nine thousand is very impressive because you know each customer right. has got to be at least dozens of devices and maybe thousands for one customer. Yeah. Uh, another one. One customer did come up on stage and uh, talk was uh, the uh, the CIO of, of American Airlines. You know, they they talked about their. Uh, they've excelled as far as technology, and I kind of chuckled when they says, "Yeah, in 2011, we were using Android tablets to to give to our pilots and and to our uh, flight attendants." And and then uh, 2021 comes along, and they decide, "Oh, I think we're going to convert everybody to an iPad." It took them that long to to finally realize that it, it just was getting very difficult to manage because there was multiple devices. You know, managing Android and iOS is not an easy feat for any company. Um, so uh, they've now adopted you know uh, for the flight attendants as well as the pilots the iPhones and uh and iPads for the flight manuals and all that stuff so it was it was kind of neat to see that yeah definitely um we've we've gone on about some of this stuff thanks thanks to everyone for the feedback um that's good um first story i wanted to throw into the chat rooms um is one that i've been holding now for a while just because i'm kind of curious to see um, but in one of the uh, early betas uh, for 16, um, they would let you delete the wallet app. And so I think that that has made its way into the release version. I've not tried to delete my wallet app, and I'm not about to. 
but you know this this is one more time that you know well, Apple's got to do something you know to make it so that you know their antitrust concerns or that Apple might have a favored nation status of some kind and and I I I just find that argument completely bogus and especially with this because the wallet isn't just for Apple Pay you know I can put other credit cards in there if I choose I can put a number of other things in there if I choose mm-hmm. and so you know why why require apple to allow a user to delete it I, I mean, does this oh, make sense I? to anybody please mark yeah explain yeah, I, it i i can speculate i i think you know they're they're under a lot of pressure uh around the globe one thing everyone points to is payments and i don't think i'd be infuriating or insulting anyone by saying that in many places, a lot of political leaders, they really don't grasp you know, the details. You know, they, they might know sort of a catchphrase like, you know, Apple's a monopoly. They make sh- make you use their payment and their credit card. So, you know, the, re- the reaction you know, to shallow thinking is, oh, if you want, you can delete the entire app. You know, we give it up. We make a choice. It's up to our customers. Now, as you were alluding to, Chuck, yes, you give up a hell of a lot more if you choose not to use it. Um, but I think this is probably just, uh, you know, something in the in, in the political arena to try to get, uh, you know, some of the criticism and political heat off their back. Can I just ask, why is it, why would it be a bad thing if Apple allowed you to delete any app that doesn't negatively affect the operating system? I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, why? I mean, do, okay, people well, don't I can, want it. If people don't want it, people, if it confuses some people and like they don't want it, they should be able to delete it. They should be, we should yeah, be able I mean, to delete think, out every app. Absolutely. Because I mean, it, it, it comes around to ultimately whose device is it? Now, yes, yeah. you can recognize that, okay, yeah, Apple uh, does all sorts of things in the interest of security. Uh, you know, on a Mac, you know, some of the stuff I know it infuriates a lot of power users that, uh, you know, Apple's a nanny trying to prevent people from doing stuff with their computer. But, mm-hmm. you know, setting the Mac aside and just talking about iOS devices, you know, principally the phone and then maybe the tablet. Uh, I agree. You know, if you don't if you want to use Chrome instead of Safari, you know, switch it out. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to use uh, Microsoft uh, Mail Client instead of uh, Apple Mail switch it out you know i don't think apple uh needs to be heavy-handed and sort of uh, monopolistic from the sense that uh, right. it's their way or the hard way because and they're putting they, it on there they're putting it on there for money right because if they if people have it on there when their device comes it could possibly give apple money when they use apple pay sure and there's apple nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with that, that. There's and that's why they put nothing wrong that's that. why they put safari on there probably or uh, and I that's, know, that's why, why you know, put the weather on there with, with yeah. Uh, and that's why you know yeah, Safari okay. comes with Google as sort of the default browser. Sure. Get, so you know, so it's one of the things that is a money maker for Apple. And that, you know, but oh, yeah, my, I want to argue with this. I want to sure. argue with this. Okay, because in the first place, if if I accidentally or someone using my phone either accidentally or maliciously deletes my wallet app. You get it right back. There's a the, the the last set of apps they allowed you to delete last year. Go right back in the app store and get it right back. 
okay, that's fine. But but now I have to add all my cards back in, and you know, and maybe I, 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 I don't. I I think building on what Warren's saying, I think that it will delete the app, but I think it keeps the data. So I think right. you're protected against that. It's probably okay. in the cloud. Yeah, or it's probably in the cloud. And yeah. I can't remember the app that was that it was. It lets you delete now, but there's like a stock app that. They let you delete one or two last year and people were deleting them out and you could go back in the store and find it again. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, but, I, again, I, I hear what you guys are saying, but mm -hmm. you know, I, you also hear these horror stories about a parent gives a kid, um, you know, their phone to play with. And, you know, then all of a sudden the kid has bought, you know, $50,000 worth of in-app purchases for, for the game. Right. And that's Apple's fault. Right. And so, you know, here now no, it's if, not it, Apple's fault. It's well, I, yeah, I, yeah, I was being facetious, Mark. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, here it just I if 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 I'm only deleting the app and my my credit card information is is in the uh, in the vault and uh, excuse me, all the credit cards that I put it are in the vault and all I have to do is redownload the app, then I don't feel nearly as bad about it. It would do the, probably the same thing it does now when you restore it. Is it asks you to put the three digit code and hit next the three digit uh, uh, code. So that's yeah. probably what it would do because it does it now. You know, basically when you restore a phone, it pulls your credit. It actually says these are the credit cards that we know about. Put right. in your CVC code and and we'll author. You know, right. talk to your bank for a sec. Yeah. yeah. So what what I would say is just going back and you're just raising the raising this uh, conversation, uh, you know, back to you know twenty or thirty thousand feet. Uh, I don't think Apple Apple can go ahead and you know, install all their apps, and I think they have a lot to be pleased of in, in many of them. Some of them have problems, and there are better alternate solutions out there. But you know, instead of trying to be a dictator and uh, Putin and try to dominate, you know, what people should do. Let people have a choice. You don't like it? Fine, delete it. Would you rather use Waze instead of Apple Maps? Okay, you know, delete Apple Maps and install Waze. So uh, I think you know, I think the apps are really good. And I think also you know, the benefit of that is they should be exposed to competition in the marketplace instead of hiding behind a monopoly that just leads them to get fat, dumb, and sloppy. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the Internet with NordVPN. Are you missing out on your favorite show because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored with U.S. Netflix, why not take it for a spin in the U.K.? Using NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. No need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN brings it right to you. With over 5,000 server options, no show is out of your reach. Using my link, nordvpn.com slash macvoices, you can receive a huge discount on a two-year plan plus four months free. We all love to binge, but privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted, so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. Don't forget, there is literally no risk to you with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund, and you can pretend the entire situation never even happened. Check it out at nordvpn.com slash macvoices to get your subscription started today. That's nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Thanks to NordVPN for their support of Mac Voices. 
Mark, I, I, that's a really good point. Um, but I also, because it's my Apple device, I guess, I, I don't, I mean, I, okay, let's put it this way. I don't see that the wallet app is preventing me from installing somebody else's app. Sure. Right. So, you know, that's, that's, I guess, where my problem comes is that I'm, that Apple is being, and look, Apple may have made this decision as just the, the, the path of least resistance. You know, yeah, give them a bone and they'll go away and be happy with it because we allow users to delete it. Because, the, but most of the people, the people we want that want to use it will use it. So, I, it just it just doesn't feel good to me this this constant meddling with you know an an app that doesn't prevent somebody else from using something. I mean, if if anything, I, I feel like uh, just about every browser out there is invasive because every time I fire it up, uh, some of these apps, excuse me, some of these browser apps up, I get a pop up. You know, oh, you're not using this as a default browser. Do you want to switch? And it's like, no, I told you I don't want to switch. Leave me alone. Right. So, Chuck, I, I, I agree with, with what you're saying. And, yes, people can maybe you know find a way to minimize or just create a folder and dump all their Apple apps into it if they don't want them there. Um, but, you know, I think uh, I think it's a fine point and maybe too subtle an argument for for most people, you know, where if they can't get it off their device, you know, that somehow they would, in my opinion, our opinion, wrongly conclude that Apple is forcing them to use it. So I, I think the most antiseptic, you know, d- d- definitive way is if you don't want it, fine. You can even delete. You don't need to use it. Just leave it on your phone. If you don't want to leave it on your phone, just delete it. And oh, by the way, you know, we really think you should reconsider because here are all the benefits you have by using our app that just is impossible using these other ones. Right. Jim? Features and benefits. Yeah. Jim, you have some thoughts on this. I do. I, I think this is just a PR stunt on Apple's part. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's nothing in this that indicates that their hand was forced in any way. Um, I think they just wanted something to point to to say, see, we're not a monopoly. But, uh, you know, all they're deleting is a little bit of user interface logic. They're, they're not deleting any of the frameworks out of the operating system. And they're certainly not giving some other, like Google or somebody, access to the NFC reader and the ability to implement a pay system with the phone's NFC reader and or the watches. So, you know, all they're letting you do is is delete this user interface that, you know, allows you to work it. But, you know, they're not removing that functionality from the operating system. Um, And they're not giving anybody else the ability to actually, um, uh, you know, implement a payment system. I agree, I agree with you. You know, calling a PR stunt, you know, or you know, response to some of the political pressure, uh, you know, we could argue that you know, they are very much the same things. But uh, again, I think for a lot of people, um, the the fine points escape them because I know people who don't just don't want to use Apple. Uh, they, it's funny. I know people who use Apple wallets to store you know COVID cards and insurance cards and other things, but they won't uh, for whatever reason trust uh, their iPhone. They'd rather insert a credit card into, or actually, you know, tap the card, you know, onto a onto a reader. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of illogical people out there, and you know, I think the the best thing maybe Apple can do is uh, 
find a way to accommodate them. But I, I don't think this is geared towards any end user. This is yeah. this is something that they can go to a legislature and say, "See, you know, you know, like go to the EU and say we're we're, we're not, you know, we, we let people remove it. We're not a monopoly." And without actually doing anything that really makes them less of a monopoly, they're totally a monopoly in terms of, <laughs> finan you know, electronic financial transactions in the iOS um, uh, environment. And this does nothing to change that. See, see, because they don't they don't allow access to the to the NFC hardware by anybody else. Exactly. So, so see, you, can't make it, you can't. Uh, you cannot make an app that um, duplicates what Apple Pay does. Right. So see, Mr. Okay. okay, go ahead, Mark. See, Mr. EU regulator, you know, we don't force anybody to use it. We even let people not even use our own app. So if they don't want to use the phone for anything, fine. But, you know, you know, we don't we don't force people, you know, you know, not to we don't force people to use ours. They cannot use ours because we don't let them use the others. We have full equality. So the question is, that comes down to like, is Apple ever going to let Google Play, Google Pay, sorry, to work on an iPhone? I don't think so. Not, I not don't think unless so. they're forced to. I would. Hope I don't so. think so either. But that's that's kind of similar to what um, what all these antitrust things are about. We're basically giving them access to do. Basically, the question is, can other developers do things? exactly how an apple developer built-in app could do uh without using the apple app and i, right I don't now, know that's uh, a that's a that's a complicated question depending on all sorts of legal cases going on in the u.s around the globe so uh bottom line who knows and anyway right, well that that's that's at the bottom of it that's google saying you know google saying basically you know until an iphone can accept all types of payment electric payment options out there then it's a monopoly but you know no other phone's doing it either it's not like google is allowing you know it's not like apple's ever can allow you know that on a google phone or vice versa well so i think apple apple would be the one that's not allowing it right so i'm sure if google came to apple and said can we have google pay on your iphone apple will say no if uh, and Apple's never ever going to go to Google and say, "Can we put uh, uh, Apple Pay on there?" Okay, yeah, but just... I think what was it back at a Code the Code Conference a couple of weeks ago? Uh, you know, some journalist asked uh, Tim Cook a question about you know, you know, why don't you use you know, why don't you port and support and use all the Google interface you know for the their you know their oh. attempt at a third party uh, industry standard messaging system because you know. You know, what I really want you to, I really want you to do that to support, you know, the fact that, you know, I can't share, you know, multimedia message stuff with my mom. And he came back, he said, oh, I have a much lower cost solution, you know, for the entire world, just uh -huh. buy her an iPhone. <laughs> uh -huh. so, but, but, to, but more, I mean, there that... are Apple apps that are just better and, you know, they shouldn't be forced. Right. But this is the basis of all of the lawsuits uh, monopolistic against Apple is basically all these companies saying we want to have, uh, we want to be able to develop something for your device that that does the same thing that your your app could do, and that's oh, the part. Okay, I, wait a minute. Wait, I think it's very possible. Or, yeah, I, I mean that's a lawsuit, and it's not obviously it would have been settled ten years ago if it was easy, and it's not. So I mean, there's just a lot of things going on. 
Well, okay, so you guys have skipped over just a couple things, I think. First of all, Warren, you came close, but you didn't say it. Um, and I want to say it, that, okay, Google Pay is not on the iPhone. Apple Pay is not on Android. You know, so it, it cuts both say ways. That. Well, he, no, he, didn't, he, didn't, he implied it. He didn't, I, he didn't I said both ways. No, but yeah, what, you, I said, I, what I said, if Google approached you, Apple to put, right. I well, wanted but, to have, Apple's always going to be the one saying this is not going to happen. You right, know, okay, but the point cases. is, yeah, the point is that you know. Well, I don't. That's not. Listen, that is the point. If, if Apple goes to if Apple goes to Google and say, "Hey, we'd like to put a- Apple Pay on Android," do you really think that they're going to say, "Oh, sure"? Of course you know, not. Of, of course not. Of course not. But so any more uh, than Google, Google's going to go to a judge and say, "See, that's what they just said. They said we can't do this. They have a monopoly. We can't put a product on their device." Right. I'm but, not, but Apple. I'm but not Apple with- turn. Apple can turn right around and say to Google, to that same judge, Google has a monopoly on their device because they won't let us put our pay, payment system on their device. They might, I, you know, they might have plenty of instances where they said, "Hey, here's an email we sent to them. Here's something we sent to Tim. You want? Can, we want Apple Pay on your device." I'm, and I'm sure they ask. I bet. so here's here's an analogy. Do you know what I really want to be able to buy at the supermarket? I want to buy Pepsi in those beautiful Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> That's like saying I want to use Apple Pay on Android or vice versa. I mean, at some point, fundamentally, the system and the companies, the products are completely different. And it's wacky talk to think about, oh, well, why can't we do this? Or why can't we do that? You know, this is, I do this not is agree with that metaphor at all. Hold, hold on, Warren. Jim, go ahead. I don't agree with your metaphor at all. Uh, imagine if we all if every device we bought had different electrical requirements and you know you had to like have multiple power companies so that you could plug in all the devices that you want um, but, but we but we don't so, so i mean that's a, you pick a pick pick a different example you know power power and interfaces no, except I, for maybe usb or settled it, it is nfc is a standard the hardware's the same the hardware in android is the same as uh, the hardware in the phone, there's no technical reason why Apple Pay couldn't work on an Android phone and uh, Google Pay couldn't work on an iPhone. There's only business reasons why that doesn't happen. Now, I'm not saying that Apple should be only forced to do business. this, okay. but I'm <laughs> I, I'm saying that it's not technical, and I think it's very uh, it's very realistic to think that the EU might decide to force this, for example. And I think that's what this thing about deleting the wallet app is about. So they can go to the mm-hmm. EU and say, and you know, it's proven, you've seen over and over time that these legislatures are idiots and especially about technical issues. And <laughs> it's quite possible that Apple might be able to trick them into thinking, hey, look, we, we let people delete the wallet app. So, you know, it's fair. Yeah, my- Jim, I um, love you. You think a lot like I do. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's Jim. That's a great point. Okay, so the the one other thing that I think though is missing from the conversation, and I'm a bit out of my depth here, so somebody feel free to correct me. All right, but one of those is Google Pay, the other is Apple Pay. They're two very different companies with very different philosophies on privacy and security, and and private yeah. information. And yeah, t- but and the, me, but the piece of technology that makes that work is the NFC reader. And that's the same. Sure, all the software behind that and the networks and everything is all different, but 
at the point of contact, the thing, you know, the point where, um, you know, like when you go tap your phone or your or, or, or your watch to a terminal at the supermarket, that's a standard. That's the NFC. And Google Pay does work with those. If I have an Android device, I can use Google Pay at my supermarket. If I have an iPhone, I can use Apple Pay. So, you know, if Google was willing to write the software and Apple was willing to allow it, you could have Google Pay on Apple devices. There's no nothing technical stopping that from happening. Right. And Apple, I mean, when you use your iPhone to unlock a door to Marriott now, you're using NFC, right? I'm right. Like, mm-hmm. So Marriott somehow got permission from Apple to write an app to use NFC because that's what they're doing. Okay. Hey, um, I, I want to continue this, but I want to make sure that I, I thank Mark Fuccio for being here. He's got to run. Um, Mark, thanks so much. Um, I, don't worry. I'll hold the, I'll hold the wolves off while you're gone. Okay. This is, um, this is great discussion. I wish, uh, yeah. I wish I had more time, but uh, yeah, um, I can catch it on, uh, I can catch it in the feed. Yeah. Mark, where's the best place for folks to reach out to you? Um, if they have, uh, if they want to debate it directly with you. Oh, probably Twitter at M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O at Mark Fuccio on Twitter. Great. Thanks so much. Good to see you. Mark, later. David, uh, Jim, Warren, Chuck, good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Um, actually, Jim, Warren, I- that's a that's a great point. And it also applies to my glucose sensor I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, that's using NFC. And if I go into that, uh, let's see if I can. Uh, no, there we go. I see. The uh, okay, so I, that's the wallet yeah, app. No, it's not. It's the it's the glucose app. Yeah, and and I've told it that I want to do a reading, and it's brought up this panel. That panel is an Apple panel. It's not from the it's not from the uh, uh, Abbott Laboratories, the the company, the it's, Libre company. So they're calling up the Apple. So API they they it. call an API from Apple that says I want to do. Um, I want to do an NFC read, and Apple brings up this panel. So um, you notice that panel does not come up when I do Apple Pay. Apple's got a different thing. So when you can go through this API, but Apple limits that, and they won't allow, they they won't let it work for for like a payment thing. Okay, so so so, but let me go. I think you may have missed my point. Jim, because I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm not doubting, I'm not challenging that, that the hardware is the same. I mean, just like, you know, a microphone is is basically the same, whether it's in an Android phone or an, or an Apple phone. But the the, what, the value that Apple Pay brings, and, and I don't, I don't, I have to have to not, do not follow Google that closely. So somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But, you know, Apple generates those temporary pass, uh, excuse me, temporary credit card numbers so that you know it's that extra level of security what apple brings to the table is the security part of of it and their reputation for security and privacy at least in my no, mind yeah. we have no idea how google pay works i have no idea and yeah well and actually it's not that, that a little scary well that, that's that's actually not true in fact it's interesting that you know this would come up because there was just a, a post I, I saw i can't remember if it was on twitter or my rss feed comparing how they worked, and there was thing that had a whole flow chart chart of how Apple Pay works and how Google Pay works, and they are quite different from the flow, and it's quite different about where the trust, you know, goes. I think the Apple Pay system is much better. I definitely prefer to use it, um, <clears throat> but you know, 
we're all, you know, reasonably smart, technical oriented people that can look at that and understand this, you know, at a certain level, uh, you know, look, look at the stuff that gets done by lobbyists. You know, there's some countries now where Google is having to pay a tax for linking to a newspaper. Hmm. What? You know, yeah. that's insane. But yet that's passed and is law in, I, I believe, in Australia and maybe some other countries. Well, to me, that's just completely bonkers. But it just goes to show you that legislatures and governments and commissions and all that, they can do bonkers things. And I could easily imagine that, you know, and, you know, say the EU or Australia or someplace somewhere could, you know, apparently India now is going to try to force all these companies to use their GPS system. Did you see that? No. Um, no. They've got their own GPS satellites and they're trying to force Apple and, and, and Android makers to say if you want to sell a phone in India, it you know That's you've so got to have yeah. this GPS system and, and and not the well not that you have to remove the other ones, but you know uh, and apparently that actually does take Apple saying well this takes extra hardware and you know it's going to raise the cost of the phone for everybody worldwide, um, but you know they may do it. Um, so I you know to get back to the original of today's thing, I think Apple's trying to head that off. And they're, you know, kind of like a you're waving a cape at a bull. Go over here. See? Oh, look. No, no, there's no problem here. We're we're not a monopoly. You can remove the wallet app. And Jimmy, and and the other side is going to say, no, no, no. Uh, that that's not, you know. So and it's going to come down to lobbyists and money and backroom deals and. Our debate over the Apple Wallet app and related topics heats up in the next edition of Mac Voices where we talk not only about the Apple Wallet app, but also Apple Pay and the differentiation between that and other payment options out there. We also touch on a few other subjects as well. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.